and also the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus rising again from the grave. That if we do not have these two things, not just one, but both of them, if we do not have them, we do not have the gospel. So these two things, if one of them is not there, If you look at me really quickly in 1 Corinthians 15, we're going to be in Mark chapter 15 and 16, but I want to look here together really quickly. Paul is writing to the church and he says, I want to make clear for you, brothers and sisters, the gospel I preach to you. For I pass on to you what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, That he was buried and that he was raised on the third day. That Paul says, "I have passed on to you what I also received. That Christ died for our sins and that he was raised on the third day. That Paul says, "I have passed on to you what I also received. That Christ died for our sins and that he was raised on the third day." That Paul says, "I have passed on to you what I also received." 或保罗这边很清楚的讲到，就是说福音就是有几个元素，就是基督他为我们的罪而死，然后又埋葬，然后复活的。So the time that we have together, I want to focus on just two aspects of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. 所以我现在这个下午会跟大家分享，就是两个重点，就是十字架还有耶稣的复活，耶稣的死。And how it's going to change your life. 然后对我们的生命有什么影响 ？Christ our substitute. 那我们基督就是我们的替代者。In Christ our Savior. Stand for the reading of the Word of God. We're going to cover two chapters, but we're just going to read this together. Now we're going to cover two chapters, but we're just going to read this together. Now we're going to cover two chapters, but we're just going to read this together. He dressed him in a purple robe, twisted together a crown of thorns, and put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. They are hitting him on the head with a stick and spitting on him. They are down on their knees and are paying him homage. After they mocked him, they stepped on the strip of the purple robe and put his clothes on him and led him out to crucify him. Zaozi的全队势力，当给他披上紫色的外袍，又用荆棘编成冠冕给他戴上，就像他住的所犹太人的王冠帅，又用一根芦荟把他的头，向他普惠梦，并且跪下拜他。他们戏弄完了，就把
Uh, it says that those who passed by were yelling insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, Ha! The one who destroyed the temple and rebuilt it in three days. Save yourself by coming down from the cross. Verse 15, chapter 15, verse 29 and 30. 在这里经过的人怒骂他摇着头摇着头说他已经这个拆毁圣殿三十六建造起来了可以救自己你就从十字架上自己下来吧那可是我们知道他们在讲这些的时候 and what Mark wants you and I to see is that in the crucifixion of Jesus, Jesus gets closer and closer to the cross. There's Jesus. And then there's everyone else. That there are these different groups of people that are yelling insults and, and, and shaming him and dishonoring him. And if you look at the text, um, you have to ask this question. How much do you have to hate someone to watch someone suffer like this for six hours? These crowds came and they watched. They, they insulted. They made light of the cross of Jesus for six hours. When, they, when Mark says that they're insults again, this word insult means to make light of. But they were sitting there making light of the suffering and the pain that Jesus was going through. And as we look at the text, if you look back with me at verse 30 and 31, it's not just the crowds that are doing this, but also we see the religious leaders are here as well. So you have the religious leaders with the crowd, and they're spending six hours mocking, insulting, and slandering Jesus while he's going through this pain. And before we get too hard on the crowd or the religious leaders, where are Jesus' disciples? That Jesus' disciples are nowhere to be found as Jesus gets closer and closer to the cross. That before Jesus gets to the cross, we know that his disciples abandoned him and they denied him. That starts with Judas, one of the twelve, one of the people that he spent time with, he, he denied and he abandoned and betrayed Jesus. And it ends up with Peter, that rock, his closest follower, denying him three times and abandoning him in his moment of greatest That when you look at the text, what Mark wants us to see is the loneliness of Jesus. He is all alone, he is completely abandoned, and there is no one there except people who hate him and are insulting. Look at verse 21. It says they forced a man to carry his cross for him. Jesus is all alone. He's completely abandoned, completely betrayed. It's, it's like so much so that they grabbed this guy out of the crowd and forced him to help Jesus carry his cross because none of the disciples were there. 
And this is six hours of ridicule, of humiliation, of pain on the cross that Jesus did for you and for me in our place. That I know for some of us, if we have one moment where we feel humiliated or someone makes fun of us or they don't like us, we struggle, but this is six hours while Jesus is on the cross. And if that wasn't enough, it wasn't that Jesus just suffered the, the, the ridicule of the people and the crowds around him. But Mark says that the greater price that Jesus paid on the cross is actually he took the wrath of God on himself. Look at Mark 15, uh, It says Jesus said, cry out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani, which is translated, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? That Christ, as our substitute, not only took the ridicule that we deserve, but took the wrath that we deserve from God on the cross. Romans 3.25, Paul says that God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement. As the word that Paul uses there for atonement, the word literally means wrath-taker. That Paul is saying that Jesus is the wrath-taker on our behalf, in our place, Instead of us. That if we look at the Bible, the reality is that sin wouldn't be a big deal if God wasn't holy. That if God wasn't holy, then you know what? Sin isn't a big deal. Like we can just live our lives how we want, and nothing, nothing needs to be paid. But God is holy and He demands payment, He demands justice for the sin that we've committed. And so the Bible presents this picture of every single human being needing to do something to atone for our sin and our mistakes. But the Bible says that we lack the power to do so. And my guess is that even if you are not a Christian, that you also try to atone for your sin and atone for your mistakes. That's why people want to read self-help books and get to be a better person because we're just trying to, to atone or make right the things that we've done wrong. And the Bible says that there's no way, there's no ability for you or me to atone, to make right, to pay that debt that we owe to God. You know, we walk down the street in Taiwan all the time, and what do we see? What do we hear? We hear offerings. We hear worship and music. 
We see tables spread out with, with food and, and sacrifices that are given to the gods. Because there's this feeling that in order for the God to love me, to, to accept me, I need to make these offerings, make these sacrifices to do that. So but it is only the gospel where God comes and makes that offering and that sacrifice for you. And it says here, Mark says that Jesus' death making that offering for you so you don't have to was not a pretty death, was not a noble death. It's not a noble death. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, his death was actually shameful. He was crucified as a criminal. In Roman, in Roman culture, it was actually just, it was taboo. You didn't want to talk about Crucifixion. It was like considered to not be talked about in social circles. It was so bad. And the Jews, they believe that if you're crucified, you're cursed. And so here's Jesus, the perfect Son of God, dying as a criminal in shame and dishonor in your place and in my place. And the beautiful thing about what Mark shows us here is that Mark says about Jesus' death is that he willingly did it. In these last chapters, you have these words that Jesus was led away or that he was handed over. These are all words describing his vulnerability and his willingness, willingness to lay down his life. John 10, 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus' suffering in the last chapter of Mark, it's 71 verses. Mark wants to put in front of your face, in front of my face, the reality of what it cost Jesus and God because of our sin to reconcile us back to Him. That our salvation, our sin, cost Jesus his life. There's a story about a plane crash that happened. And uh, it crashed right after it took off. It took off and crashed immediately. 150 people, 155 people died. Only one person survived. The reason this girl survived this plane crash out of everybody else. says the plane was going down her mom. Unbuckled her seat and got down on her knees in front of her daughter. Wrapped her arms and body around her daughter, would not let her go. Says that nothing can separate that child from her mother's love. Not tragedy, not disaster. Not the fall of the flames that would follow. Neither height or death. Not life or death. And Jesus is showing us that the same love that he has for you and for me. 
That he left heaven and lowered himself and covered our sin, our shame, with his body and his blood on the cross. The cross, sorry about that, but the cross of Christ shows us two things. Number one, the cross reminds us that we're not good enough. You cannot atone, you cannot pay the debt that you need to pay to God. That is an infinite, it's an infinite debt that we owe. 那这个这个代价是是一个永恒的代价。But the cross also shows us and shows you that you are loved beyond your imagination. 那可是十字架同时也彰显出我们是受这个一个无尽的爱这样子爱着我们。The God who stayed in our place. 而耶稣他愿意就是以我们的身份去替代我们。Take the punishment we deserve. 啊，这原本是我们该承受的这个这个。所以，我们有机会得到和解，而跟神重新建立关系。We can do nothing to pay for our sin or pay for our mistakes. 啊，我们没有办法有任何的方式可以去啊去赎罪。You can't do enough good works. 也没办法做更多的好事。You can't pay enough money. 也没办法说用付钱来解决这件事。You can't beat yourself up enough. 那也没办法说好像啊自己去鞭打自己或者努力。Because Jesus already took that beating for you on the cross. And maybe you're someone here that you beat others up with your words and your actions because they don't meet the standard that you think that they should meet. But the cross shows us that none of us meet that standard. So we can lay down those ways that we beat each other up, and we can become instruments of grace towards each other instead of anger. So we, continue the story of the gospel. Mark, Mark's story doesn't end with the cross. Remember, if we just have the cross, we do not have the gospel. Jesus dies and does not raise from the grave. The grave, we do not have the gospel. Paul says this about the resurrection. He says, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless, and you are still in your sins. Paul says, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless, and you are still in your sins. You know, as we look at other religions, we see that in other religions you have stories of martyrs, people who die for their faith. But Jesus did not die to be a martyr, did he? Jesus died and was raised to be a savior. And through his resurrection, Jesus is not only our substitute, but he is your savior. 而借着这个复活，他不仅仅是代替我们承受了这个责罚，而他成为我们的救主。Charles Spurgeon says that the resurrection is a fact better proven than any event recorded in any history, whether ancient or modern. 那师父就讲到说，耶稣的复活比任何一任何不论是从曾经在远古或现在历史上所发生的事情，都经历过更多的验证。And as we look at the resurrection, what does Mark want you and I to see from his account? If you look at 16 verse 1, who was there to witness? Who were the first witnesses of the resurrection? Two women. Two Marys. And in the first century, a woman's testimony was not considered to be credible. So if you're gonna make this story up, if you're gonna make the resurrection up, you would not have two women being the first witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. So if we're gonna make this story up, if you're gonna make the resurrection up, you would not have two women being the first witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. So if we're gonna make this story up, if you're gonna make the resurrection up, you would not have and 
And so a woman who is delivered by Jesus from seven demons and another woman are the first witnesses of the most amazing thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity. So, you may think that these two
是战胜的。That Jesus raising from the dead, it guarantees your forgiveness, your justification, the grace of God in your life through faith. 也就是靠着耶稣的复活，我们的罪就是得以呃呃，就是我们被被神去代替的这个罪，而能够能够我们可以成为自由。And this is where the story of Mark climaxes, just reaches this ultimate point. 那再来，接下来我们看到马可福音整个最重要的地方，最高潮的地方。All of Jesus' miracles. 所有呃这些神的耶稣的神迹。All his teachings. 他的教导。They point to this moment where Jesus rises victoriously. And it's as if the resurrection of Jesus, you can just see this for a second. The resurrection of Jesus both points forward. Forward to what God is going to do for the believer and also forward for everything else that Scripture talks about. 就是让我们看到所有圣经讲的一切都指向他，他也也同时指向我们所有相信的人。But the resurrection also points backwards. 那同时他也往回指。The resurrection of Jesus confirms every single word that Jesus spoke, every miracle that he did, everything and everything that he taught. It confirms all of it by Jesus rising from the dead. 就耶稣所教导的一切，他所做的神迹，所有讲的一切，这个。这个复活就证明他所讲的一切是是真正的。And as you consider other other religions and other philosophies in the world， 那我们可以看看其他的这个哲学或者是信仰。Think about Islam, about Mormonism， 啊，或者是伊斯兰教，或者是摩门教。They begin with visions or dreams。常常他们开始的时候是有人做异梦或者有意象。Christianity is not centered upon a vision, is not founded upon a dream。可是我们基督。It is founded upon a physical resurrected Savior, 而是在一个真实复活、历史上真实复活的救主。Christianity is not about a dead teacher, but a resurrected Lord and Savior. 我们所相信的不是一个死掉的一个老师、精神领袖，而是一个真实复活的救主。What does this mean for you? 这代表什么呢 ？Means that death no longer has dominion over you. If you're a Christian, death no longer reigns over you in your life. 也就是说，这个死亡在我们身上已经完全没有掌权的能力了。I love what this pastor says about death now for the Christian. 那我们接下来看看这个牧师怎么说。曾经有个牧师。Well, that's the translation. We'll read it first in English. It says, "Death will be the funeral." Listen to this. It'll be the funeral for all of your sins. All of your sorrows, afflictions, temptations, desertions, oppositions, vexations, oppressions, and persecutions. But we also know that death will be the resurrection of all your hopes, joys, delights, comforts, contentment, and a constant enjoyment of God. 好，这边我我花一点时间翻译哈，这边还蛮深的。他说，死亡是一个葬礼，把我们的罪恶、悲哀、好苦楚。诱惑、逃跑、抵挡、烦恼、压迫及迫害，其与其一同埋葬。同时，我们深知随之而来的将是那复活的盼望、喜乐、心与安慰与满足，以至终我们对上帝孕育出一个更清楚、更完整、更完全且持续不间断的满足。For the Christian, the resurrection helps us, forces us, it points us to this hope that we no longer have to fear death. 所以这个复活就指向我们，帮助我们，指向我们，我们可以依赖这一个盼望。And so in response to that declaration that Jesus has risen, what does the angel tell these women to do? 所以天使后来跟这两个呃这这个女女人说了什么呢 ？Tells them to go. 第三点，他就是说去。The expected response of believing in a resurrected Jesus is to go and tell people. 所以重点就是。我们知道了耶稣复活了，要去把这个事情告诉其他人。That the announcement is not an end of itself, but the announcement, the reality of the resurrection, is the basis for action to go and share this good news. 所以这并不是只是一个知性上的，我们头脑上的知道，而是带出的应该是我们的行为，我们做出的动作就是去告诉他人。And who does the angel tell them to go tell? 那天使跟他们讲说，去跟谁讲呢 ？If you look at verse seven, it says, "Go tell his disciples and." Peter, 第一个指向是说去告诉耶稣的门徒还有彼得。This is one of the most encouraging verses in the resurrection account. 
我们看到这边就知道，这在这个呃复活的信息里面，这个对我来讲是真的是很鼓励我们人的。The, the angel telling the women to do this, he is communicating redemption and reconciliation for the disciples who abandoned Jesus. 也就是天使告诉这两个女人去跟门徒所做的会是什么代表什么意义，可以代表这个门徒他有机会跟耶稣有有有和解这个关系，重建这个关系。Look with me really fast at chapter fourteen of. The Gospel of Mark, verse twenty-seven and twenty-eight. Jesus says this. He says, "All of you will fall away because it's written, 'I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered.' But after I've risen, I will go ahead of you to Galilee." That Jesus 对他们说，你们都要后退，因为经上记着，我要击打牧人，羊群就分散了。但我复活以后，就比你们要先到加利利去。That Jesus prophesied both about the abandonment, the betrayal of the disciples, but he also prophesied and told them about their redemption, their regathering with him after his resurrection. So Jesus, he actually in the past has already prophesied that these disciples would forsake him. But at the same time, he also said that he saw that after resurrection they would gather with him. This reminds that Jesus sees both of those things at the same time. He sees your fear, he sees your doubts, he sees your struggles, and he calls you to himself to follow him, to obey him. So Jesus very clearly knows our weakness, and our struggles. But at the same time, in this situation, he is still calling us. As I thought about Peter, could you imagine how Peter feels in this moment? What did Peter think? 呃，很很很怎么样？愤愤怒的这个这个彼得 ，the leader of the apostles， 他在是所有门徒的领袖。In Jesus's moment of greatest, he denied Jesus three times and cursed him to a little girl. 所以这个时候，反而他就是那个呃背叛耶稣三次的那个人，而且还跟一个小小女生撒谎。What about the regret that Peter feels in this moment? What's regret? 我相信彼得这时候他一定是非常非常的懊悔。I should have done this. I could have done this. I shouldn't have done this. 他可能想说，当初我应该这样想，我应该这样做，或许我可以这样子行。No matter how many of us have similar regrets. 那我们会不会常常有这样的感觉 ？Looking back at your life. 我看看自己的生命。Man, I could have done this better. I probably shouldn't have done this. 在那个时间点，那个时刻，我可能可以做这样子做。Church, the resurrection shows us that you do not have to live a life trapped in regret. 可可是复活的这个信息就告诉我们说，我们可以不用好像被被过去的这个懊悔或是这些东西在卡在那里。Now the Bible says that we don't look backwards, but we look straight ahead, following Jesus, who says, "I want you to come and continue to follow me." That's what He tells us to do. 所以，当我们定睛在耶稣的时候，我们就可以不用看这些过去，而是我们可以期待跟耶稣一起去有有美好的未来。One pastor says this. He says that living in regret remembers our failures, our mistakes. Living in regret pulls our past into our present. Yet regret tends to forget one thing. The gospel, so that instead of our past being brought to our present, we bring Jesus's cross into our present, forgetting what was behind, and confidently and boldly, boldly going forward. 好，这位呃，崔牧师曾经讲过，说后悔让我们记住了我们的失败和错误，后悔使我们的过去扎根于现在，但后悔却忘记了一件事，就是福音。因此，与其将过去带入我们的现在，我们将。耶稣的十字架带入我们的生命，忘记我们背后的一切，并自信的大胆前进。Guys, sanctification in the life of a Christian is not focusing on what you could have or could have done. 所以，我们基督徒的成圣过程，并不是在呃看这些过去我们可以哪里做得更好。Growing in sanctification in the Christian life is by focusing on what Jesus has done. 而我们成圣的过程，就是定睛在耶稣的身上。But as we close our time together, Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. So we see Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. So we see Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. So we see Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. So we see Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. So we see Mark's story is about to end. He tells the women to go. 那你看到圣经上的形容说，这两位女人、女生，她们留在那里。Because why？ 为什么呢 ？Says that they were afraid. 
Mark is continuing to show us these early disciples their fear, their unbelief, and he's doing it for a reason. So Mark Remember, Mark wrote this gospel to a church that was going through persecution, and he wants to encourage them. And what he wants us to see is that the cornerstone of Christianity it is not built on strong men and strong women for God. But it is built and it is founded upon a victorious Christ, a strong Savior. That is what Christianity is And that the cross reminds us that we are not good enough. The resurrection reminds us that we are not strong enough. Jesus is. And as we look at the rest of the chapter, what does Jesus do with these fearful, unbelieving, doubting disciples? Verse 20. says they went out, they preached everywhere while the Lord did what? Worked through God working through and with these unbelieving, fearful, doubtful disciples who are walking forward in faith. Because listen, each of us probably have a number of reasons why God should not use us and should not work through us. I'm sure we can list out 10 things right now. Like Peter, like these two women disciples, we have regrets. Well, I could have done this better. I should have done this. I struggle with this. I fail here, I mess up here. And all those things can be true. But that's not the gospel. The gospel tells us that there is an exchange that has taken place in your life when you believe in Jesus. Our sin on Him. Our weakness on Him. Our penalty on Him. We receive His righteousness. His forgiveness. His mercy. His grace. So that the gospel is taking fearful people and making them bold. And taking our unbelief and giving us faith. And guys, as we finish the, the scriptures, the rest of the New Testament, you see that God worked through these weak disciples and changed the entire world. So my question for us is why not us and why not now? Now, why not us? Why not now? Casting regret aside, casting fear aside, and saying, Jesus, I'm gonna just follow you, and I believe you can work through me. As we close, I'm going to finish with this short story. There's a story about a, a mom who had a four-year-old son, three-year-old son. And she wanted to encourage him to, to play the piano. And so she bought tickets. There's this famous composer, this musician that was coming to town. And they bought tickets, and they figured out that their tickets were right in the front row. So they bought tickets, and they figured out that their tickets were right in the front row. 
And so they, they walk in, this, 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 this concert hall is filled with people, and they go up to the front row. And before the show starts, the mom starts talking to some friends, and the boy quietly slips away. And all of a sudden, at 8 o'clock, the spotlights go on, and the stage is lit up. And everybody sits back and just kind of gasps. And on the stage is this four-year-old little boy. He's sitting at this huge piano. And he's playing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Now before the wine, and before the mom could go and grab her son, this musician, this famous composer that everybody paid to see, comes out of the stage. He walks over to the boy. He whispers and says, keep playing. He takes his left hand, he starts to go around the boy and starts playing the bass notes in the left hand. You have this masterful composer with this little four-year-old child playing a masterpiece that kept the crowd mesmerized. Church, this is what Mark is describing for us here. That a powerful, resurrected, living Savior working through sometimes our weak, struggling, doubtful selves, and he does stuff that's amazing that causes people to worship him. Because I think when we experience moments of obeying Christ and we struggle with fear and we struggle with doubt, even though we're walking in obedience, those are good moments. Because we are like that child. We're sitting down, we're doing the best we can, even if it sounds like we're asking God to encircle us with His love. His power, that He might work through us and we might work with Him. Just stand, 